I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret Two. I am joined by the gorgeous Brooke Vincent. Hello, Petal. Thanks for coming Hello. back. Hello. <laughs> um, Brooke, I know we've chatted about like your journey into mummyhood and everything like that. Um, but I think it's what most people are probably dying to know is some behind the scenes Backstreet Corey Goss. Because that is what you are most <laughs> famous for, isn't it? It sure is. Do, right, so I have just, well, my producer found this out, not me. I can't act like I'm a top fact finder. But I didn't realise you started at the age of 12. That is young as fuck. Well, your producer needs to dig deeper. I was 11. No, I'm joking. Eh, yeah. Oh, you know what I said? Were you? Yeah, 11 oh. years old. You know what? That's worrying because I literally thought this the other day. I don't have a clue what I would be, look like, act like if I didn't have that guide. Mm. The whole time of my, I left at twenty seven. I think I was so twenty seven. What's that? Is that sixteen yeah. years? Yeah. So, in terms of how long you've been alive, you have been on Corey more than you haven't been. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. I've been, I've yeah. So like I've been, people yeah. People have known me longer. Like people say, God, are you not? Are you only twenty nine? I feel like you've been around for ages. I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> but like, you know like, I, mean? like I think Rita. people yeah people like I feel like people have grew up watching me and then mm. now I'm like still here still looking this and still like, oh looking young though I think that's the that's the interesting thing is that obviously because you started so young you are still young yeah I suppose so yeah that's it yeah what you're on the 29th yes why <laughs> I beg the bloody woman in Aldi to ask me for my ID. I'm like, literally. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe the two kids pulling them down along the aisle gives it away. <laughs> yeah. they, they do tend to age you, the babies. <laughs> so hang on, right. So you started at 11. Were you always wanting to move into that space? Did you always want to act? Did you always want to be in the spotlight? How did you get that? it all come about? I was bored of singing. Couldn't really sing, to be honest. Um, couldn't do dancing and I remember uh, my uncle did a walk or he used to go to these classes um, when he was younger and I just went and to be blatantly honest I feel like I got lucky before I got bored and that's just kind of like how it happened and yeah it was weird because all of a sudden 
you know, bloody hell, 11 years of age now when I look at it, like my my little goddaughter's 11, like it's tiny. Like you don't even know anything. You don't know nothing. And like all of a sudden, I was in this world where I was working with like legends. Legends. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being like, oh my fucking God. Like what? Was it, in- was it intimidating, Brooke? Or were you too young? No, no. The first six, seven months, I used to take my autograph book with me and get everyone's autograph. Oh, babe, I love you so much. Honestly, I got this dead posh one from M&S because there was all, like, middle-class, like, actors, and I thought, no, I'm going to spend a bit more. I'm going to get it from M&S. <laughs> got this autograph book, and I used to take it with me, and anyone who used to get, like, scenes of you say, we sign my book? I remember asking Sam Aston. Now, bear in mind, Sam had been on it, I think Sam's been on it three or four years more than me. Uh-huh. Maybe two or three, I'm not sure. He plays Chesney. And he was, like, the bomb. Everyone wanted Chesney. Everyone was like, oh, my God, where's Chesney? Where's Chesney? Um, Chesney and Schmeichel was, like, the absolute dons of Corey at the time. <laughs> and there I was sat facing him in tutoring, like, wondering why he can't do, like, similars. I'm like, weirdo. Anyway, <laughs> we... Um, before this, we was at the age where it was, like, awkward to speak to a boy. It was like, you must fancy him if you sit next to him. Oh, yeah. And I remember saying, I was like, Sam, um, will you sign my book for me, please? And he was like, do I have to? And I was like, yeah. I remember him saying, do I have to? I was like, yeah. So he started doing it, and I was over his shoulder, I went, can you not write neater than that? Like... And, like, now I look back and I think, oh, my God. I remember, like, Tina O'Brien and, like, Nikki Sanderson. Like, I remember Nikki Sanderson. I wanted to be... They was Candice and Sarah, Sarah Lou. Yeah. I wanted to be them. Because you forget there was no social media. The only fit people you knew was the people that you knew, the people on the teller. And they was fit. I was like, I want to be like them. And I remember they had River Island denim skirts. Oh, my God, Every, I went, ev- everybody did. Everybody yeah. really fitted. But I was young, so my mum didn't shop at River Island because I was too young. There was, like, £34 a shirt. That's a lot. You're not getting a £34 shirt. You're at Primark for £12. That's what you're at. I literally remember thinking, oh, my God, you've got a River Island skirt on. I'm going to shop at River Island when I'm older. And that's why I kept thinking. And I remember we had a Paul's Boutique jacket. Uh-huh. I thought, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a Paul's Boutique jacket. And it was literally that, like, you were surrounded by people that was in the sort of, that was, like, really interesting. Like, Helen Flanagan. I don't know if you... Do you know Helen? Yeah, she's so lovely. Helen is the best person to just watch. Like, even now, I just love it. She's amazing. (laughs) Honestly, any situation, I just love it. And she's an absolute dream. But when we were younger, she was hilarious because we saw we're from such different backgrounds and I remember we went to Paris filming and she had an hour off she was 15 I was 13 my mum was like come on let's go and see the Eiffel Tower like let's run around try to get like the landmarks like we've been to Paris Kim we've been to Paris magnet for the fridge all that jazz (laughs) Helen went to Chanel and bought a handbag no She's, like, all, she's always been destined for, for big things, hasn't she? She is the most glamorous-looking yeah. person. She's She just... She baffles me, absolutely baffles me. But, like, <laughs> she's so gorgeous, but she's so... 
I just, she's just amazing to watch. Every situation, I just, I, I watch it and I think, oh my God, how's she going to react to this now? And I watch and it's just amazing. It's better TV watching her than what we was actually filming. Well, I think we all saw a bit of that when she was on I'm a Celebrity, didn't we? Because you watch her and you watch her character. But then, yeah. you know, when you saw her on I'm a Celeb, you see sort of behind that, you see the real Helen yeah. and she is, oh, she's yeah. super she's like, darling, no, darling, sorry, I can't, darling, I can't do that. No, darling. <laughs> like, she's, like, she's like, darling, no. Like she's, she's an old soul, do you think? Like, I get the impression she's always in her head being about 40. I feel like everybody in the world needs Helen, and I'm just so glad she's mine. Like, <laughs> literally. She'd be like, no, darling, you look like... What did she say to me once? she come back. So she left, and then she come back. And then, bearing in mind, when she come back, you know, like... You don't know where you're at with people. You don't know whether you still get on. You don't yeah. know whether, like, the time's passed. And as soon as she walked in, she was like darling she's like you're so bloody gorgeous she went honestly she was like but dr nyla can put some fillers in that top that she said you'd be absolutely gorgeous i just i literally went thanks helen she was like no darling she said honestly you've grown up to be so beautiful she went, but you could really sort that top lip out you know i was like thanks helen nice to see you too dickhead <laughs> Oh, babe. I feel like she just says exactly what's on her mind all the time and oh, you've got to admire amazing. her to a certain extent for just being so honest and real. Wherever we go when we were younger, wherever we went, I would look like her PA. So I remember being studying um, Chanel on Bond Street and I was into my diaries and I remember being sat there and we'd just done this morning and I was sat there and she took me to Bond Street before we went on the bloody train and she's parading around in bloody Chanel and I'm sat there scribbling notes of what I was doing that weekend and she did it recently when I was pregnant with Max and was she was studying Christian Dior and I'm like sat there and she's like darling I went what are you doing she's like darling I want to look at a chain to see if I should buy it I was like all right okay and then she was messing about and I went what are you doing bearing in mind I'm about to give birth like I could have give birth in Selfridges at this point she was dawdling that much I went what are you doing she went Darling, I'm thinking about if I'm buying it. I went, why don't you just think about it on your way home and come back tomorrow? No, darling, I can't do that. She's, honestly, she's the most bizarre, best, loving person. And I'm just so glad she's mine. But yeah, literally, so many different types of people it, that it I've just... never been used to. Yeah, and I think it must have been so exciting and so intimidating to be exposed to all of this so young. But, like, I look at you, Brooke, and, like, you're still really grounded. Like, you're such a, like, humble, normal, nice girl. What kept you that way? Because I would I would have said I could have lost my head. If fucking, mm. like, 18 million people, and it's Haiti, you know, watching me every night, I would be an arsehole. How did you not lose your head? I think my mum... Oh, I have to give her credit for that. Shea, oh, you know what she's like? Yeah. Straight there. No, sit down. Um, <laughs> my mum. Yeah. And I think my mum, more so because I think she didn't want me to fuck it up. Yeah. And, and that regret was it, you know? That was the thing, yeah. So um, I used to be like, mum, the girls are going in the park. She was like, well, if you want to ring the press office and ask Alison, which was like the head of press, if you want to ring Alison, if you can go in Rycroft Park, you do that. But I'm not ringing her. Was, was like, everyone scared of Alison? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Alison yeah. sounds like a hot... Uh, oh, yeah. Listen, if Alison was ringing... I always say, even now, like, and I've not worked there for two years, 
If Alison rings you on a Saturday or a Friday, you're fucked. I didn't answer. I never used to answer. She'd ring me and I'd message her saying, am I in trouble? And, like, Alison now is, like, my Cory mum. Like, I obviously grew up, but, like, she used to message me. I think, no, what's going on? There's a story coming out. What have I done? <laughs> Got caught smoking weed in Amsterdam. Buzzing. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, literally, like, my mum, massive part of it. And also, because my friends were so normal and I yeah. just wanted to be normal, so, like, I did Saturday jobs to be with my friends, like... That's I so worked in hairdressers adorable. and florists and then like my mate even when I got to college my mates I got new friends because I went to a different college to my friends and um their mum had a bar well everyone worked at the bar all weekend so I was like well when we're going out and it's like are we working so I just used to work with them so I'd go work at the weekends at this bar at my mate's bar with, with everyone else <laughs> So you were in Corrie, like, Monday to Friday and then, like, yeah. being a barmaid. <laughs> yeah. I did the next sale. I worked for the next sale one year because my mate worked at Next. And I was like, she was like, we're taking on for the sale. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Went into the next sale. Got in trouble because you're not allowed to really do that. Yeah, I can imagine. It's a bit of a conflict of interest. I just, I just loved the thought of going to work because I've never essentially got up, put a uniform on and gone. So, like... I did my teacher training, like my work experience, I did it in a nursery. And they was like, just come in joggers and like a jumper, be comfortable. Every day I went in a blazer, tights and a skirt, black skirt. I wanted everyone on that bus to know I was going to work. I'd get a coffee. I'd get a coffee. Hate coffee at the time. I hated coffee. I'd get a coffee. I am meaning business today. I am going to work. (laughs) In case you couldn't tell from the outfit, this coffee cup tells you I fucking work. I'm part yeah, of the work. Box. I've got my shit together on this <laughs> bus, sat at the back. Don't test me. <laughs> Literally. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All of that aside, last like the issues and stuff that you tackled on Coronation Street, like it must have at times been very difficult for you to do. I know you've said you ju- it didn't feel like work at Curry, but... I mean, you, the, the, the storyline, like, the big storyline that everyone sort of refers to when they talk about you is you coming out, you know, the lesbian one. And I feel like that must have been, still quite a young age, a big amount of pressure to put on you. Nowadays, you know, we've got a lot of diverse characters, which is amazing because hopefully someone somewhere that's going through something can find somewhere yeah yeah and they think oh that's right whereas when 
they came to me about that storyline. I'd just started college. I think I'd just turned... I was 16 in the June. I went to college in the September. And I remember they come to me and I, I shit myself. I thought, oh, my God, nobody big, was it? a lesbian. Nobody was, you know, speaking about, you know, um, whether they were straight, whether they was a lesbian, whether they was gay. It was just no one spoke about it. The mm -hmm. only person that people knew that was on the telly was... Anna Friel, yeah. Was, so, she, was she gay in Brooklyn, yeah. was she? So... Anna Friel was the first official lesbian or did the first lesbian kiss. Um, and they said to me, no, your character is not, she's not going to be trialling it. She she is a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And She's not in like, for a 30-day oh, trial. She's no, committed. No, because that's what people did. Like they, 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 It was like, oh, it was just a drunken kiss or, you know, this was solid. Like, she's a lesbian. And, that, and that's that. Yeah. Um, that's heavy, mate. Especially for a 16-year-old back in the day. I'm sorry, that's big. You didn't have social media. Mm -hmm. And like I say, the things that was on the telly was big. It was it was really zoomed in on. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, my friend from uh, when we went to acting classes, Sasha, she played my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And I remember we... We had to do our first kiss and I remember it was so funny because it had got brought forward. We was worrying about it. It was like a week Friday. It was like the end of the shoot and they brought it forward. So we had no time to think about it. It was like, oh, we're going to do Almost it better that way though. Yeah. Like you didn't have yeah, time yeah, to worry yeah, about yeah, it too yeah, much because yeah, you yeah. can get in your own head. Yeah. And so bearing in mind, not only is this my first kind of lesbian on screen kiss, it's my first kind of kiss. So I was a bit like, you know, what, where are we at here? Do we do tongs? Do we not? Do I put my head this side? Which side are you going? Like, yeah. where are we going to go? You brush your teeth. Like, did you have um, this conversation yeah. beforehand? Or yeah. did you just, just balls, for the, balls to the wall go for it? Well, I just said to her, like, what you... what you? Because I remember be, I remember we had a tea break beforehand and I can't remember where it was. I remember saying, are you going to you gonna eat that? I think it might have been something with garlic or like garlic and herb, like Philadelphia or something. I was like, are you going to eat that? <laughs> No, the scruffy cow didn't. Yeah. Did no, you? no, 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 no. <laughs> and saying like, you know, to make light of it and things. And just with Sash, it was just amazing. Like, like we obviously portrayed a couple on screen, but away from that, like I say, there wasn't reality TV. There yeah. wasn't young influencers. There wasn't anything like that. So we had an absolute ball. Like we was... 16 we was getting on the train to london every other weekend to do different shows we was getting put in hotels like it was like our own little girl band oh, um, i love that and it was such a really really nice time because we thought we were so fucking important it was like <laughs> and that's how you said <laughs> nation's favorite lesbian please <laughs> address me by my title um but you know, I I was open and I was honest and I was saying, you know, if I'm not getting this right, I need people to tell me because yeah. I'm not experiencing the things that people are experiencing and, you know, what can be right for one person might not necessarily be right for another. So I was so open to people saying to me, like, I need you to do this or I want you to do that. So when scripts come in, um, I was just like, you know what, we're just going to have to go with it here. And it gave people like my nana and granddad's age to say when their grandchild if their grandchild was gay or whatever, to say, you know, they're like the girls on Corrie. 
And yeah. it almost deemed acceptable because it was on cover. But it did, like, and I, I know it shouldn't have taken, like, the acknowledgement from sort of, like, big British soaps and things like that. But for specific generations, it helped make the LGBT, LGBTQ commu- like community, it helped make it more mainstream. It helped make them yeah. understand. Yeah. And I definitely think, like, there is a certain amount of... Um, there should be a certain amount of pressure on big shows like that to make sort of every different diverse like person feel like represented you know whether it's like a skin color a sexual orientation whatever a body type I remember the one thing as well um the only other person that was a gay character on the street was Anthony Cotton and he is obviously gay in real Mm -hmm. life and he came into the show gay um, so that was his character. He yeah. was like a gay barman. Um, whereas the difference with my character was that I think what they wanted to show is no matter your sexuality, the person's still the same. So the person and they did that, that I was, beautifully. the person that I was obviously as a child growing up, being Sally and Kevin's daughter and going through whatever I've been going through. But then all of a sudden, one day, I'm now a lesbian, but everything else is still the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that was a real thing for them not to just bring in a character that kind of knew that about themselves and was comfortable. You know, it was all about the things that obviously at the time, like you say, it wasn't on mainstream telly. Like a lot of people battled with at home alone and didn't have anyone to reference to. So, yeah, it was a massive honour for him to kind of like ask me to do that. And, yeah, I always used to say, like, actress, part-time lesbian. <laughs> I remember I remember Kem, I remember doing Dancing Nice and Kem said to me, he's like, why does your bio say part-time lesbian? And I was like, fucking hello. <laughs> he was like, he just didn't get it. I was like, oh, you're Southern, you don't get it. Oh, yeah, if you were on EastEnders, it would have been a different yeah. story, Pet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for someone so young, you navigated that so beautifully. And I think, like, it is worth telling you that you probably helped an awful lot of people come to terms with their sexuality, feel accepted by their parents, feel accepted by their grandparents. So well done you and well done, Corrie. And I hope we see loads more of it in the future. Yeah, definitely. I like just what I just touched on this because I was literally the icing on top of the cake. Like the, the amount of preparation and people and scripts and everyone that went into it. Like I literally just went to work, said lines and come home. <laughs> No, and then I'm in modest. all these years later getting all this credit. Get that car back up that says cheer. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, because I know that's in your past and I know you've got your uh, TGIs downstairs. Sorry to out you. Um, but it is, it, it is takeaway time. Um, you've left the cobbles now and I know like you're being like a brilliant mummy to Max and Monroe, but what is next career-wise? Are you looking to do any more TV? Are you looking to tackle like Hollywood? Like, tell me what I'm watching next. Oh, God, (laughs) honestly, you'll be watching me get past the drive, mate, because it's hard work. (laughs) um, (laughs) Two kids, it's not easy. I literally, I was in Sainsbury's the other day doing my shop and um, the woman said, they always ask me in Sainsbury's as well, like when I'm mid-fast, try to get the right things in the right bleeding bag. Oh, aye. It's always the worst time. <sighs> and they'll say, so you you're going back dead. to work? You're going back to work? I think, back to work? Back to work's a day off. So, okay, yeah, get back to work. <laughs> the boys need me at the minute and I haven't got the commitment in me to say to Corrie, you know, like, let me come back. Corrie was very, very, and is very full on when you're very busy. And 
it makes me laugh because I know everyone in the world has kids, but I'd be like, give up. I've got kids, I can't come at that time. I've, I've got kids. Like, and you know what I think? I've worked from being 11. I've worked so hard on different things. And there was a, I remember there was a time when I did Dancing on Ice and I'd be getting up at five to go and do the radio, to then go straight to ice training, to then go straight to Cora, to then go back to dance lessons. And there's a period in my life where I worked so, so hard that I thought, you know what? I'm going to take the time with the kids. And don't get me wrong, it's not a walk in the park. Like, when people used to put on their bio, full-time mummy, I used to think, dickhead, oh, me. Full-time <laughs> mummy. Get me that job title above my door so people know not to knock so loud when they're dropping off a bleeding Amazon thing and waking the whole house up because it should take 10, 15 minutes to get the baby to sleep. Oh, babe. No, but I think you're smashing it as a full-time mummy and fucking fair play to you. You have worked hard. You do deserve to just enjoy your family and dedicate you know your what? time to them. I think, I think everything goes there quick, doesn't it? Life just goes mm. there quick. Blinking, you'll miss it, lass. Yeah, I know. And you know what? I just think if, if, for instance, something comes along and I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And of Thursday, like I went and did a makeup course last year because, you know, trying to find myself again. Anyway, I was then pregnant a couple of months later and lost myself again. So it's like, Kian um, found yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Never say never. We don't know. That's what's exciting, though. I don't know. It is. Big question marks. I love that. So, Brooke, before I let you go and get balls deep in your Jack Daniels wings, which I'm just assuming you've got. um, I get mozzarella dippers. I know I'm that person. Kian hates it. He hates ordering from it. I like cheese. I've told you, it's the only time I'll eat a salad. Um, (laughs) We always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom, something so they don't just feel like they've been listening to me swear for an hour straight. Um, You are about to turn 30 not quite there yet um and i feel like you've got it figured out but i feel like oh no okay not at all okay then so in your own words you're clueless right what is your secret to turning 30 and still not having a clue act confident because (laughs) we don't know either way no one knows so you could either be confident or pretend you're confident and no one will know the difference none of us know what we're doing do we we're all just making it up we're all just like fumbling blindly and trying Uh, to figure it out no one's got a fucking clue (laughs) none of us Oh, babe. But I think that's very reassuring to hear. I've loved chatting to you, Brooke, and I know you're going to go so- and have your dinner, so get yourself away and thank you so thank much. Thank you. Not at all. Love, lots of, love, love speaking to you. Can we do it again next time, next week? Always. I'll bring a new secret. I'm, lo- I'm looking for a co-host, Brooke. Like, are you interested? I am here. I mean, this is my new career. So that's it. signed up. Here I am. <laughs> here I am. I love you, babe. Thank you so much. Well, guys, that was the incredible Brooke Vincent. I've known her for so long. Um, And honestly, we've gone through this like really cute evolution together from proper northern party girls to content, settled, very boring women in there. Well, almost 30s, as uh, in her case. But it's been lovely to watch her grow up um, and settle into this stage of her life. She seems so happy. I love it for her. I hope you guys took something away from this week's episode. Um, I know I did. She's very honest very cute 
Um, if you are loving Vicky Patterson The Secret too, please tell your mates, leave a review, do all of the podcasty things. Um, and make sure you're following us on Instagram too, The Secret 2 Pod. Love you guys and catch you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.